Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on October 1st, 2019. The baseball season is officially over. October baseball is right around the corner. And of course, we're going to talk about that. Even though we talked about it a little bit last week, talking about it again. Also, still the greatest time of the year, football season. Mm. Got a lot happening in the football season this week, even though I got to watch zero football on Sunday, which was a bit sad. It was in Seattle. Then we got some huge Spider-Man MCU news. You probably already heard it, but we're going to give our little opinion on it. Sprinkle a little opinion. Mm-hmm. Since it's the 1st of October, we're talking about October movies. Some movies you should look out for. Some movies that we might see in the theaters. And uh, finally, that is it. That is our episode for today. We just had something to get deleted off the outline. <laughs> you ready, Ty? Yeah, let's do it. I don't feel so good. Alrighty, Tyler. Baseball news. We got some news regarding your team. They actually something important happened with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Orange County. I love that name. I want to see that down there. Instead of three little letters, I want like five letter thing for each game. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got no manager. Brad Osmus out One as and the done. Angels manager after having the longest tenured manager in the MLB to the. I'm assuming the shortest tenured. I don't know if anyone lasted half a season. I'm sure someone of it at some point did. It's but. happened for sure. 
but he's the first of the new managers that got hired before this season to get fired. Which is kind of funny because it's like, oh, let's blame the manager when we didn't give him anyone to actually pitch all season long. I w- hey, if we rewind the tapes, I'm pretty sure there was like a May podcast episode where you were furious with Brad Ausmus for pinching Zach Kozar over Look, someone else. <laughs> everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> and you, the mistake is putting Zach Kozar in professional baseball. I think the mistake is... Uh, just hiring Brad Osmus. Possibly, but look at this is how I'm, this is how I'm viewing everything right now. In the in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Hire Osmus for one year, just get a little filler so Joe Madden can quit the Cubs and come over. Well the Joe Madden is out of the Cubs. Joe Madden started his career with the Angels. Brought the Cubs World Series. I could be wrong, but did Joe Madden manage the High Desert Mavericks? Not a clue. Or was it Bruce Bochi? One of the high-profile managers managed, like, started, started with the High Desert Mavericks. Don't know which one it was. Um, but, yeah, maybe the mistake is hiring Brad Osmus to begin with. And maybe they see they got some, you know, you got Joe Madden potentially coming. There's some other guys that got fired. Clint Hurdle, I think, in Pittsburgh got fired, you know. So, But, I mean, if you look at back at Brad Osmus's managerial career before the Angels, it was never really that impressive. He took over a Tigers team that was decent, made the playoffs one year, got swept in the playoffs and then kind of underachieved the next two years before the Tigers just turned into a dumpster fire, which isn't his fault, but his he was not great in Detroit. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, again. Hired one year. They hired him, what, as like the special advisor to the GM the year prior, last year? Spent, I think so. Spent one like year that. in that role and then took over. Again, you can't point fingers at him when we literally had the worst pitching in fucking all of baseball, I feel like. So maybe we're pointing the fingers at the front office? Yeah. Front office, we for, for sure are hiring a guy that maybe isn't that great, but then also maybe hiring a guy that maybe should just be like a hitting coach or something. Yeah, I put him on as a bench coach. I like Brad Osmus. Yeah, but maybe. again, we need pitchers. Yeah. Well, next year, hopefully, if you know you land one of the big name arms. Also, Jason, tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like the Angels were a middle of the road team most of the season. Would you agree with that? No, I'm sorry. Uh, they were a middle road team up until like july and then they okay. just plummeted okay we had the worst record we've had in the past 20 years yeah 72 and 90 I no i had no fucking clue <laughs> i gave up on them after a point and i didn't realize well, what we i was did saying so fucking bad. they were middle of the road until they won their world series in july which is beating yes. the los angeles dodgers and then they just completely didn't care about the rest of the season dude yeah i didn't fucking realize we had our worst record in i believe 20 years i know it was the worst record like before Sosha. Yeah, it's it was bad. Which, again, can't all be blamed on Osmus, but he's out. I'm fine with it as long as we get Joe Madden. Name to keep in mind, Bob Guerin on the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's our bench coach. Fuck about him, Jay. Bob Guerin's pretty good. He Is should it? be a manager in the MLB. So should Joe Madden. <laughs> well, Joe Madden's going to be a manager in the <laughs> in the MLB. It was um, Bruce Bochy that started as a manager of the High Desert Mavericks. Just not, retired. Yeah, not uh, Joe Madden. But no, Bob Guerin's pretty good. I remember watching a Dodger game last year where there was like some super technical rule that the other team like didn't listen, and Bob Guerin was like the only one that knew it. And the Joe or uh, Dave Roberts like complained to the umpires, and the umpires had this long old meeting because even they didn't know the rule, and it ended up being like the Dodgers were right and they were rewarded an out or something. It was like this thirty minute delay for one out, and it was <laughs> they said afterwards it was all because like Bob Guerin was like the only one. He's like knew. the sports analyst that they cut to you on NFL Sunday. Well, not even that. He was a manager for the, I want to say the A's, the Oakland Athletics, and then he got fired or whatever, and then he came over as the bench coach. 
Yeah, he was a manager of the A's for four years, 2007 to 2011. Did have a losing record, though, so maybe you want to stay away from him. I don't know. Either way, I just want a big-name manager. Give me something a little splashy. Spend a little bit of money there. Is Joe Madden overrated, though? I don't care. He brought the Cubs a World Series. I think he knows how to handle stars. Okay. But either way, I just need pitching. You could could sign someone who's literally their entire career is just high school baseball. Make him the manager for all I fucking care. (laughs) Just give me pitchers. Otani's coming back. I mean, Heaney. I I feel like Heaney's at that point where everyone's like, oh, if he just reaches his potential. But it's been like so many years. He's hit his potential. Yeah, so many years of that where this is like who he... At some point you become who you are. He's going to be a three, four starter. Yeah. But if you can land maybe Garrett Cole. I don't think Ryu's a good signing for you guys because I think if he does come to you guys, it'll be for way too much money. And it'll be maybe like a good one-year signing. Probably. Um... I don't want to see the Dodgers spend, you know, $200 million on Hyunjin Ryu. But, yeah, Garrett Cole, that's like the name, you know. I but everyone's going to be Cole. going after him. Yeah, so. he's fucking probably going to win Cy Young right now if Verlander doesn't. Speaking of Cy Young, our reward or awards, Oof. we predicted the awards at the beginning of the year. Um, their season is officially wrapped up. And just saying, I'm looking at the, the early dust settling. I got, I think I got two for, no, three for sure, actually. I got one of them we share. One. So that one is American League MVP, Mike Trout, which we can't even say is like a for sure thing because Bregman's the, making the Bregman's, it close, but it's picking up steam. It's picking up steam, but it's absurd. We'll see. It's it just, he's not a better player than Trout. Trout missed the last month because we are out of it. And I think when it comes to MVP, like the MVP is not always the best player though. Well, that's why well, LeBron has Let me get to this somebody. though. It's not like, you know, with that conversation, it's always like, oh, well, he's on a losing team. I don't think it should be viewed as that. I think this is what should affect it. Bregman was on a playoff caliber team that was still in the hunt to the final fucking game, trying to get home field advantage. So he was playing every day, putting up those extra stats, playing his fucking heart out. Trout missed the end of the year because we weren't a playoff caliber team. If yeah. we were on the hunt for the playoffs, he would have played. But shouldn't an MVP elevate his team to a playoff ca- to no, be in stupid. the playoff hunt? It's stupid. I'm just saying that should be the part of the argument where Trout missed the final season because we weren't a playoff or the final month because we weren't a playoff team. But That's how it should be viewed. But Bregman has pretty good numbers. He's all right. And he's definitely number two. I don't know. You could say maybe he's more valuable because his value went towards a playoff team where Trout's value, even though it was more value, more statistical output, more he did more, it wasn't as valuable because the Angels weren't able to turn that into something more valuable, whereas Bregman's impact turned it into... If you replace Bregman with a league average third baseman, the Astros still make the playoffs. Okay, I think if you that, replace Mike Trout with a league average center fielder, they're the worst team in baseball. That works if the Angels were in the playoff hunt. You can make that case if the Angels were like right there. Oh, if you replace Trout, that's a terrible team. It's like, oh, if you take Trout off this terrible team, they're still a terrible team. I don't think that's really that great of an argument. They're middle of the road team. <laughs> now a terrible team. <laughs> they're a hundred and five loss team. I think you guys finished like I don't know, the American League's pretty pretty bottom heavy so i don't think you guys finished like among the worst worst but i don't know you're all right um but yeah it'll it'll probably be trout i just like messing with yanking your chain and saying it's gonna be bregman i'm gonna laugh so hard if it ends up being bregman i mean if it does it does trout missed last month after he hits a like game-winning world series home run against the dodgers and then you Mm. get the final laugh would hate to see it um nl mvp i had justin turner um how'd that work out he actually picked it up and had a really good second half, even though he didn't play that much because he's old and they're just trying to rest him. But, he, I mean, he set a career high in home runs, and he was okay. I mean, he was good. Not an MVP, not even close. I can see him finishing, like, 15th in MVP voting. Getting a couple votes in there. 
Yeah, like a like ten two, place votes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Nolan Arenado, who feels like a top five. Um, it's heavy. I don't. Yeah, probably. He's probably fourth. I mean, forty-one bombs, three fifteen average. But again, he played on a 962 team. OPS. And the narrative's been around Bellinger, Yelich, and Alonzo. Oh, yeah. So. That's, why, that's why I threw him down to five. 5.7 war, though. That's a good fucking season. I don't think it was a bad prediction. Give myself a little pat on the back there. I, choose, <laughs> I chose an elite player to play, to play elite. And I deserve some credit for that. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> speaking of Pete Alonzo, that was my Rookie of the Year pick. And I think it's safe to say that is a. I mean, that you is never a, know. an essential lock at this point. If Pete, Alon- if Pete Alonso doesn't win the Rookie of the Year award, I will not eat a habanero. I will eat a Carolina Reaper. Oof. That's like the hottest of the hot. You never know. He w- it would have to come out that he's like, you know, doing something terrible and nasty and people just wouldn't vote for him just for the precedent. There's no one even close. There's he's not. an MVP finalist. He set the fucking record. record. He led the MLB in fucking home runs as a rookie. And I just want to say, I think I predicted him to win the home run derby too. I'm just saying, Jay. It's been a good year for me and Pete Alonzo, the big country boy. Who's on a bad team. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take that in consideration. Was there even any good rookies on any good teams, though? Mm, no. I'm gonna go with no. I mean, not on the NL. I mean, the Dodgers, Alex Verdugo was okay, but he missed like the last month and a half of the season. Gavin Lux, maybe. Um, played like two weeks. You're just naming Dodger rookies. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you had Fernando Tatis, who was, he had a really good year, but he's not Pete Alonso, and he got shut down early, so. Yeah, 317, 4.2 war. I mean, he had a really good year. He had, like, didn't he hit, like, two grand slams in the season or something? Uh, sure. No fucking clue. Played uh, great, though. I, looked, I mean, it's not a bad pick. I looked up Fernando Tatis on Google in the first picture, like, not on the images tab, but just, like, his normal tab on the right, like, his little thing, is a face scan from MLB The Show. Nice beautiful and then american oh uh national league cy young i picked jacob Degrom, which sat around here huh we went mvp to well i did an nl rookie of the year so i just did nl cy young that's fine i'm just staying on the nl who'd you pick i picked Degrom, which sadly looks like that might be the case even though i disagree with it immensely Mm, he's got the better war i don't care got more innings i don't care i disagree with it immensely is that just and a little bit make, of bias? I will make the Ryu case once you tell me who you picked. I think you picked Scherzer. Aaron Nola. Oh, gosh. 3.87 ERA. He recovered from a terrible start, but he still didn't have really that good of a year. Um, No. Especially still, for he, an NL pitcher. Eight up innings, though. 202 innings. Are you ready for my Hyunjin Ryu case? Let me hear it, Jay. Here's my Hyunjin Ryu case. It's going to be absurd. And this case, no, this case actually applies to Trout, too, and I think it's why Trout will win. Um, I just, like I said, I just like yanking your chain about Bregman. All season, Hyunjin Ryu was the best pitcher. All season. Mm, yep. All-star break, it was like Ryu, everyone else. You know, Ryu this, Ryu that, whatever. And all all season up until September, he was the best pitcher. He had like three bad starts, and he ended up finishing the year with two, like, shutout in it, like two seven-inning shutout starts or whatever. Jacob deGrom was like never in the mix and the only reason he's even in the mix now is because he had a really good last month for a team that didn't make the playoffs no but for we're on the cusp they were no they were on the cusp that's why i'm not using that argument for them but like heading into the month of september he had a still respectable 2.66 era which is still great 
But then he proceeded to throw seven scoreless innings his last three starts. Last four starts, he let up one run in 28 innings. So that strong finish is what propels him into the conversation where I think if you look at the whole season, it's like, okay, Ryu was the best pitcher all year. So should we reward this guy where if he just didn't have these three good starts at the end of the year that he probably wouldn't would have finished like third maybe? Because when did you start hearing Jacob deGrom as Cy Young? Two weeks ago? ago? Huh? About a month ago. I mean, it's, you know, he had a good year. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you're rewarded for a good uh, a good finish, you know, because that's recency bias with voters and everything, you know. And, like, overall numbers, he does have better numbers. But without those three great starts, you know, when, quite frankly, the Dodgers were playing meaningless baseball because we had everything wrapped up, I don't know. I just, I, I it would, it would... It would make me feel sad that Ryu doesn't get the award despite being the best guy all year because he had like three terrible starts because he was just overworked. So I'm going to make an argument here that I don't like making because it's going to go against Trout. <laughs> oh, and that's that's the same thing with Bregman. Bregman, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Trout's missing the last month. we got to find someone else to win the award. Bregman, you know, he finished strong. He has the good numbers. But all year, did you ever hear Bregman? It was no. just kind of like, no. It was very much oh, a runaway train. There's Bregman at the end of the year. Let's make the case. Now, I think the difference with the two... Trout has the better season numbers still. Ryu has a better ERA. 2.32. But the advanced stats still go to DeGrom. My argument being here, down Ryu, the stretch is when you want your players to play their best baseball. Ryu, Ryu has more wins. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> down the stretch is when you want your players to play the best ball. Especially for a team that's right on the cusp of making the playoffs and Jacob DeGrom to go lights out at the end like that. But you guys were still fighting for home field advantage. And Ryan didn't just matter. let it go. Hey, we got home field advantage in the end. He just threw in the towel. He did not. He finished the year with two good starts. He said, I'm done. I'm playing for another team next year. We're not going to win the World Series. I'm done trying for you fuckers. That's what Ryu said. <laughs> I don't know. It just sickens me. I 100% understand where you're coming from, though, because literally all year it was a runaway train for Trout, runaway train for Ryu. 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 Yeah, I think it's Ryu. Either way. He had a 1.45 ERA on August 11th. He was heading into his August 17th start with a 1.45 ERA. Granted, he did do bad in those three starts. You can't just pretend they didn't happen. He let up he let up 18 runs across however many innings, 10, like 14 innings, 18 runs in 14 innings. And that skyrocketed his ERA. But then he finished strong, too. His last three, well, four starts of the year, he did good. So, so I think at that point it comes down to how consistent was DeGrom all season oh long. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. But here. no, if anything, Ryu was more consistent. If anything, Ryu was so good that he had those three really bad starts that made him look like he was even close to DeGrom. So when it comes down to it, do you want a guy who's going to blow out two runs every single game or a guy who allows zero runs but then has a couple of games where he just gets shit on? It's tough. I'd rather have Ryu. <laughs> it's tough. I'll, I want to count this to you, Ty. Let me hear. I, I don't know. I don't know what my. I'm just counting as I go. Let's see. I'll do seven innings, two runs for Ryu. Like his starts, I had seven innings and two runs. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. He had fourteen starts where he pitched seven innings and allowed two runs. Or less. And a lot of them, he had a few six innings, one run performances, five and two-thirds, one run. Like, he was just, he was electric, man. The whips are close. I think Ryu has a better walk-to-strikeout ratio, or strikeout-to-walk ratio, I should say. Um, He's got the better ERA. And I just feel like 
he allowed, let's see, how many runs did he allow this season? He allowed 47 runs, earned runs, and 18 of them came in three starts. So outside of those three starts, he allowed, what, 29 or whatever earned runs all year in however many other starts. That's just incredible. That's incredible. That's all I can say. How many did Ryu have? Seven innings, two or less? I already forgot. I think DeGrom had like 16. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it's like every single One, fucking start two, of his was... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He had 14. Seven runs, seven innings, two earned runs. I wasn't even looking at runs, but most he didn't actually let up that many earned runs. He kind of did. 16. Possibly 17. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, then Ryu also had a lot of... A lot of those were shutouts, and I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. How about seven ending, seven shutout, seven or more shutout innings? He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten of those 14 were seven innings. Okay, sorry for that technical uh, difficulties. My... um computer is done we're going to move on to the american league we'll do cy young american league cy young a pick i think both of us butchered i mean speak for yourself (laughs) i think chris sale is being criminally underrated (laughs) with his 4.4 era chris sale i mean it's better than my pick 25 starts he missed time only 147 innings I, i didn't know he was ever hurt worst era of his career actually the Tyler curse, <laughs> I guess, man. <laughs> it started off early and it just never wavered. Um, yeah, he's he's not coming close, Ty. Yeah, first time he's been north of three, even. I mean, north of four. Then he's fucking four four. And I went with um, potentially the worst possible pick. One hundred fifty to one odds, and I could see why they were one hundred fifty to one odds. Aaron Sanchez, who had a five point eight nine ERA, twenty seven starts. It was a long shot. You can't argue you for you I know, mean he was trying the long shot. He was an all star ERA champion three years ago, so I don't think it was like crazy crazy, but it is what it is. I hope he can recover because he's a Barstow boy. Who's gonna win the award? It's either Garrett Cole or Justin Verlander. I mean and his teammates duking it out, which is absurd when you think about it. And they still have a guy named Zach Grinke as their third starter who nearly fucking got a no hitter his last start of the season. Yep. They are fucking red hot going into the postseason. Hey, Dodgers are pretty hot. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but... Um, American League uh, Rookie of the Year. Who'd you get? I think we both have Vladdy uh, Jr. Vladdy Jr., and it's probably going to be Jordan Alvarez, I would imagine. Again, red hot. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the Mastros. I don't see anyone else uh, I would assume that, that dude was fucking... I mean, he only played... Here's the thing. He only played 87 games. I, I don't give a fuck about that argument. For, personally, Rookie of the Year, they're not going to play the whole fucking season. Give me a decent sample size. See what they did. They were the best rookie. Give it to them. I'm going to go with a little comparison here, Ty. Let's hear it, Jay. Comparison. So we have two players here. Player A is Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez hit 313. So he played 87 games. He hit 313, 27 home runs, 78 RBIs, and a 1.067 OPS. Okay. Wait, what the fuck? What? Are you okay? When was this posted? What are you looking at? September 16th, 2019. Your down Alvarez is not in the like the odds. 
What do you mean? For rookie of the year. Maybe he didn't play enough. Here's another player for you, Ty. 104 games, 19 home runs. So that's fewer home runs, 42 RBIs. Okay, this isn't as close as I thought. He hit 319, so better batting average, 925 OPS, and he actually played the field. Played more games, and he kick-started what has been the best, not, well, actually the most disappointing period in Dodger history. That's Yasiel Puig, who did not win the Rookie of the Year award his rookie year, who very similar to Jordan Alvarez. Jordan had the better stats, but same kind of same kind of deal. Came in, played half the season. Puig had a 4.7 war. Alvarez has a... 3.7, so we actually had a better war because of the fielding. Came second to Jose Fernandez. Okay. Had a great rookie of the year. I think he finished like Cy Young finalist. Yeah, he finished as a Cy Young finalist. So, thing with Jordan Alvarez, I don't know if anyone really is that much of a competition to him. Vladdy Jr. did decent. Um, I don't really know. I might have been wrong here. Very much am wrong. <laughs> Ignore me. Jordan Alvarez is the favorite. Yeah, I mean, your Vladdy Jr. There's no, there's no one else to really. Brandon Lowe, I think, is the second person, but it's it's a runaway train. Yeah, I think it's a fucking point Which, like three OPS difference. No one saw coming. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I know the Dodgers traded Jordan Alvarez to the Did they? Astros like in 2016 for um, Josh Fields, who I think is currently unemployed. That blows. Yeah, we have so many good ones where we get like guys who come out of nowhere, um, and this one bit us. So here's, here's a question for you, Jay, that we kind of skip past. Okay. Yell at your belly. Oh, I don't Bellinger. know how we skip past it. Bellinger every day of the week. That's got to be Yelly. <laughs> it's Bellinger. One three hundred batting average, forty-seven dingers, one hundred twenty-one runs, one hundred and fifteen RBIs, fifteen stolen bases, one point zero three five OPS, nine WAR. Hmm. So not only was he great offensively, he's like a Gold Glove caliber player at first base and in the outfield. And because he played so many different positions, he probably won't win a Gold Glove. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how you don't give it to Bellinger because you got to give it to Yelly and Bellinger. Isn't fragile. How about that? Damn, that's a bold take. (laughs) I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. Okay, go for it. I believe the year was 2012. (laughs) 11, I know you're going with this. 2011. A certain brewer beat a certain Dodger, (laughs) and it was absurd. Yeah? I believe a certain brewer is going to beat another Dodger (laughs) this year, and I think it is going to be absurd. I'd be so pissed, man. I think it does go to Bellinger, but everything I've seen favorites Yelich. And I think Bellinger had the better season, and it's very much calling back to that Matt Camp Ryan Braun. I'd be so pissed, but you know what? It is what it is. I just care about October baseball, Ty. And we have our October baseball playoff brackets. We do a bet every year. We fill out a bracket, whoever's closer. I think we like always say we're going to put money on it, but then we never do. I don't know. Or if we actually do pay each other. I remember one year I lost, and I paid you like $10 and quarters. That was in high school. I believe I also paid you one year. Are we putting money on it this year? So we're grown ass men. Let's put a hundred on it. Oh no! <laughs> I'll put like twenty on. Yeah, it. I'm fine with twenty. Okay. Um, we had a scoring system for this. I don't remember how how it was. We fill out our entire bracket. I think it was like you get more points the farther up you get. So maybe like a wild card. If you get the wild card winner, that's one point. If you get the NLDS winner, that's two points. The NLCS winner, that's three points. And then the World Series winner, that's four points. Let's do five for World Series. Okay, five points. We'll boost it. 
We're going to write those down. Okay, and then do are we predicting the series? We don't have to predict the series. We'll do tiebreaker is, we'll do an extra three points if you can predict the World Series MVP because that means you have to get the team and, and the, the player right. Yeah, okay. So three points. And if we somehow are tied after everything, we'll pick the number of games the World Series goes, no matter who's in it. So if we tie in points, even if both of our teams are wrong about the World Series, just however many games whoever gets set closer and for shits and giggles uh total points in the world series okay yeah so <laughs> how are we gonna do that <laughs> we'll just we'll just figure Add those out. numbers together yeah and whoever has the lower total okay okay i'm fine with that okay jason let's start in the wild card here okay i want to hear your nl wild card winner uh so we got brewers at the nationals mm. in the capital Max Scherzer pitching, who didn't have a great end to the year, but he's still Max Scherzer. Still Max Scherzer um, in October. But the time. Nationals are known for losing in October. Very much known for that, but they used to have Bryce Harper on their team. Yeah, I want to... Do you know something called the Ewing Theory? Something mm, Bill Simmons... Nope. Bill Simmons popularized. I'm going to go Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. It's this theory that when a team loses a very, very talented player, there's like some... There's like that talented player is the one that holds them back. Like, for some reason, when the talented player leaves, the players, like, gel better or whatever, and it makes Addition them win. Addition by subtraction. Bryce Harper. Ewing theory. Okay, I'm fine with The that. Nationals are going to... I mean, they have Anthony Rendon, who's fucking top seven MVP. The Nationals are going to win this game. They are going to win this game handedly. I don't see it being close. I see... I see being 7-0. Touchdown. So, issue with that. Brewers are red hot to finish the year. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be 7-0, but Nationals, 100%. But I want the Nationals. And I don't know if they're going to win, but I want the Nationals. Because I, I said I know I why you even, want the Nationals. I didn't even want the Brewers to win or to make the fucking playoffs because they don't have Yelich anymore. It's so boring. I want stars in October. I think you want the Nationals for another reason, but okay. I'm taking Nationals in the wildcard game, Jason. Okay. American League. We got Tampa Bay in Oakland. I'm going with the home team again. I went and saw the Oakland A's play in Seattle, not to flex or anything. Um,. They're pretty good. You know who's good? You know who had secretly has had like a MVP Simeon. discussion year where not he's, he's not in the MVP but he deserves to be in discussion. Marcus Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> they put a he batted leadoff. He hit a leadoff home run, leadoff bomb, and like they put his numbers up on the screen. I was like, holy shit! And then we had some A's fan behind us chanting MVP, and I was like, dude, Marcus Simeon's not winning the MVP. <laughs> no, I, bro. I saw a graphic like a couple of days ago. One of the baseball pages posted it, and it was four players, and Simeon was on there. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit. He's having a good year. That's in division, and I had no fucking clue. So just because I saw the A's play in person, mm. even though the Mariners, so, I think, swept them, maybe? I'm just saying here, are we saying three MVP candidates out of the AL West, Jason? Yeah, I could see it. Best division in baseball? Well, get this. Here's this. Best division in baseball? No, 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 no. I'll raise you one. Worst pitching in baseball. I'll, I can't even say that. They got two Cy Young. I'll raise you one. I'll raise you one. They are going to have the top five MVP voters out of the ALS this year. Let's hear them. You're going to have Trout, Bregman, Simeon, not in this order. Well, it could be in this order. Who knows? Those three, Verlander, Cole, are going to finish right outside four or five. Or maybe one of them sneaks in as a finalist. I fucking love it. I'm, I'm just saying, we got MVPs. Number and, six, Jordan and one, two, and one, two, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year. Jason, ALS, no wonder the Angels had a bad season. It's the best <laughs> division in baseball. <laughs> There's star talent going on who out would, here, West. Who else would like? Who would finish six? Like, who was in the American um, League has had a good year? I feel like maybe no one. Lemayhew is. Oh, Lemayhew's probably going to be up there. Batting average. Yeah. Um. Was it Tim Anderson who finished batting champ? I don't know. 
I think it was a White Sox player. I can't remember which one had the best Probably batting Tim average. Anderson. So, yeah, I think they're going to have the top five. Um, who do you got, though? I got Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. Any reason? No. <laughs> and nothing to go off this of This game is going to suck to watch. I'm probably not going to watch it because there's going to yes. be like 50 pitching changes because both teams are fucking the, you know, the Rays are the opener gurus. Even though they'll probably have Blake Snell pitching, I'm assuming. So maybe they that won't. Was my, that was my only thing. I was like, oh, Blake Snell's pretty good. I'll take the Rays. That's a one game. And the A's, I don't know who their best pitcher is. I don't really follow the A's, but they're going to win. Because I love the A's. I've always said if the Dodgers just went poof, I'd be an A's fan. Very ugly uniforms. I love those uniforms. Fucking hate their uniforms. I know you don't like it, but that's all right. Uh, Let's go to the NL and ALDS. Let's go to the non-wild card games first. Okay, so we have, let's go NL, St. Louis, and Atlanta. Oh, against Atlanta. It is a set. They will start in Atlanta. I went with the Atlanta Braves. Okay. They got more talent. Yep. Um, the Cardinals finished the year kind of on a tire. Yep. Andrew Miller sucks. Okay. That seems like personal gripe, but continue. No, he does. Well, I have nothing as Andrew Miller. <laughs> it's just, you could say he was having a bad year, but you just straight out said he sucks. Um, I just think the Braves have too much to... I feel like this is a series that goes five games. I feel like it's going to be close, and but I think the Braves are going to get it done. I also have the Braves. Okay. Much better team. Yeah. On paper, but they don't play them on paper, Jay. So we'll see. Let's go over to the ALDS. Let's switch sides. Minnesota Twins against the number two seed, New York Yankees. I really want to see the Twins win this, and I feel like this was best case scenario for the Twins was to play the Yankees. I think I said it last week. I think the Twins can win a slugfest. I don't think they can win a, against the Astros like a pitching fest. Yep. So I would agree with that. Their best case scenario to get to the ALCS and hopefully try to catch the Astros off guard maybe and is to face the Yankees in the first round. Either way, you're probably going to have to play both of them. Um, but I still got the Yankees. I also have the Yankees. And <laughs> I just want to make one comment. This is going to be a record-setting home run oh, yeah. round. Would not be surprised if the Twins won, though. This, I could see this being because every year there's a playoff round where there's an upset. This could be the year. This could be the round where like the team that no one thinks is going to win wins. And everyone's like, oh, the Yankees suck mm. or whatever, you know? We're getting to the upset round, Jason. Oh, I got one too. Don't worry. I'm picking the Yankees. I'm saying this could be the upset round. I'm saying the Yankees, and I just it's going to be a fucking launching pad. Yeah. And I've counted the Twins out all year, and I'm counting them out again. <laughs> I don't believe they're a good team, despite what every fucking statistical number Can tells that be me. your habanero bet if the Twins win the World <laughs> no. Series? Is oh, it, World Series? Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You got to eat not a, a Carolina, or what did I say? No, Carolina I'm do habanero. Oh, I said Carolina Rebirth. <laughs> I'm not risking that. I'm going to die. <laughs> Let's do the other ALDS. Other ALDS, Tampa Bay Rays, Houston Astros. I have the Astros. Yeah, that's not even close. It literally was well, a plug-in. Well, I got the A's, in. but... Yeah, either way, it was a plug-in wildcard team to lose to the Astros for me. Yeah. I, it's the fucking Astros. Sweep? Oh, I yeah. think a sweep. I no, think yeah. they sweep it's either of these sweep. teams. I want to say... You have Verlander, Cole, and Grinky on the mound. That's a sweep. I want to say, no stats to back this up, no fact-checking. I want to say the A's played the Astros pretty tough this year. I love it. I mean, you don't need stats to just say you played them tough. I think they played them pretty tough. I don't... You played them tough. I don't know. A's, Astros, head to head. They could have lost every game, but still been tough every game. I feel like I watched it. I feel like I watched... Saw someone tweet something about how the A's play the, the, the Astros tough. You can't just tell me like they're... Really? You can't just tell me they're freaking like... That's just saying like a football team was gritty. Like they showed a lot of grit tonight. Yeah, I don't... Zero stats to back it up. Let's see. But I love it. Houston won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one
seven, eight, nine, ten. They won ten of their what, like eighteen matchups, I think. So I mean, it was close. I think it's, and then Oakland won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So ten to eight. I will say, Oakland, one game away from splitting it. Oakland won the last three. On the road. Oof. I think. Here's my problem with that, Jay, is they're going to lose to the Rays, and the Rays are going to get swept. Or maybe it was in Oakland. I don't know. I think the A's play a better series against the Astros, but I think the A's lose to the Rays, and then the Rays get swept. Either way, I got the Astros. I'm just saying, I think, I think they might play them tough. We move on to the Washington Nationals against the L.A., Los Angeles, San Bernardino, just kidding, L.A. County, Dodgers. Who do you got, Ty? I got the Nationals, Jason. Okay. Jason, I feel like you have the Nationals. Make the case. My case being, it's not the Dodgers' year. This is their best season. (laughs) Best season in franchise history. And I don't care. Belly was not belly to end the season. Ryu. I'm worried he's going to suck in the playoffs. Was not Ryu to end the season. Kershaw is okay. (laughs) But he sucks in the postseason. And I think the red hot nationals come in and i think it's nationals year jay to at least beat the dodgers i've said it before and i say it again i just have this gut feeling that we're gonna lose in the nlds and just a little whiplash out of nowhere i just i i did my bracket on mlb app and i picked the washington nationals hate to see it i'm gonna write an article about it i said i would and i will eat the article if the dodgers win the world series (laughs) um but, yeah, here's what I, I see. You know, we don't have to face Scherzer until game four or whatever. Three. Is it going to be seasoned? Are you going to season the article or are you going raw? <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll see. <laughs> um, but here's, you know, you face Strasburg. We struggled against him this year. Then we faced Patrick Corbin, someone we faced a lot because he was in Arizona, but he always did good against us. And then you face Scherzer. Granted, we have three great starters of our own. we got Kershaw, Ryu, Bueller. My worry is Ryu, shaky little under the bright lights. Mm-hmm. Bueller. Shaky a little under the bright lights. I would prefer both of them start at Dodger Stadium, but then are you really waiting to throw Kershaw game three in a playoff series? In a five-game playoff series, I should say. In a seven-game playoff series, I've said I'm okay with that because then he could pitch game seven on regular rest. I don't know if you do that. I don't know if you do that. Now, I know Kershaw has a weakness against the Cardinals. Yes. Could we just expand that to all teams that wear red and white jerseys? Well, he actually pitched really good against the Nationals that one year where he like had a good start and then the next okay. day came in and closed. I'm fine. Remember? I was just throwing it out there. Um, I just, I mean, I, I, and then those, let's say, you know, Bueller and Reed get roughed up. Kershaw is his normal thing. And then, you know, Bellinger hasn't really been great in the postseason, um, especially last year. And I'm just scared about that. I'm scared about Justin Turner's health. And I'd be terrified of Kenley Jansen in the night. I'm getting there. Corey Seager's red hot. <laughs> not worried about him. I don't know what kind of role Gavin Lux is going to play. We have a really young team this year. Even though we won 106 games, we got a rookie starting catcher, potentially a rookie starting second baseman. Um, well, that's actually kind of pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jock, who's either the hottest hitter on the planet or the coldest. That's, coin flip. That's an area of concern. Muncie, same thing. I mean, it's just... And then you got the... the actually... Fun fact I learned on Twitter last night. As much shit as the Dodgers bullpen got, we finished first in the NL in bullpen ERA. Damn. So, just throw that narrative out of the bag. But all that matters is Kenley Jansen has not been great. Guys can lose 2-1. to Joe Davis made the perfect point. As much as you don't trust or trust Kenley Jansen, the Dodgers are not going to win the World Series unless he is close to being at his best. 
I would agree with that. So you kind of have if to trust If you get the Canley them. that lets up ninth inning home runs, you're not going to win the fucking playoffs. So I picked the Washington Nationals, hedged myself for a $20 bet, I guess. But I just, I've just i had this gut feeling the last six months. I will say the one thing that's going to help you is them being in the wild card game and Scherzer getting burnt game one. Hopefully the, the Brewers win. But they have really good backups in two and three for the Nationals. Yeah. To where legitimate one-two guys on any other team. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's tough. Well, not any other team. There's a lot of good I'm, guys I better mean, than Strasburg. I get what you're saying, though. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. Legitimate pitchers who be can one go and in two there on the Angels. and throw seven shots. Oh, easily. <laughs> It'd be one, two, three, four, and five on the Angels. Yes. So we'll see how that happens. Right now, Jay, we have identical brackets. No, we got the AO wild card different. Well, moving that's, into the championship that's series. gonna be the deal the freaking breaker right there bro <laughs> we have the yankees playing houston in the american league who you got i got the new york yankees hmm. i'm going with my preseason prediction okay. i got the yankees um i don't know why i just i feel like it's the yankees year dude they overcame all those injuries it feels like the cubs a few years ago they overcame all those injuries they've been even though they finished with the third best record you know they've been electric and i just feel like it's one of those years where it's like it's the yankees year we knew this all along why didn't we realize it i like what you're saying i had them in the preseason you did not to brag (laughs) (laughs) so did i that's why i said going off my preseason pick but here's where we differ okay justin verlander garrett cole absolutely absolutely alex bregman jordan alvarez absolutely jose haltuve carlos correa deep they're just so deep and yuri guriel I don't like that guy. I don't either. He did the racist shit. I don't either, but he's pretty fucking good. But fuck him. Josh Reddick. No, we don't give him credit for being good. Fuck him. Josh Reddick. Josh Reddick. Former Dodger. Yep. I, I, I got the Astros, Jay. I, I, that's fine. But Yankees, you know, they got, I don't know who's hurt or who's injured, but they got a better bullpen. Yankees are a great team, but hear me out. I'm feeling a little, a little San Francisco Giants vibe with the Houston Astros. Oh, an odd year team? I think they're going to be an odd year team. Okay. I think they give it to Boston last year. They come back, they win the World Series again this year, possibly. We're going to see if I have them winning. But I'm feeling they're an odd year team. Well, you kind of just gave it away. I also said it was the Yankees year earlier, and then I said, <laughs> we'll wait and see. <laughs> um, yeah, I got the Yankees, though, so that'll be deciding. Braves and Nationals on the National League side. I got the Washington Nationals. Okay. I've been saying it for months, dude. I'm scared of the Nationals, and they are... The San Francisco Giant wild card vibe team, the the New York Mets from a few years ago, where they just get some good pitching and they have one guy go off, Rendon, Turner, Soto, whoever it is, have an insane postseason. They get through us just like Daniel Murphy and the Mets did mm-hmm. in like five games, and then they go and they kick the shit out of the Braves. Okay, and then they make it to the World Series. Okay, who do you have? Not the Nationals. Okay, hear me out. I feel like Atlanta. Is deep as shit. Okay. They got a lot of talent on the field. Yeah. And they've been a team that just hovered around the top all season long. So no one's no one's expecting anything from them because they've just been hovering. <laughs> I feel like those are the teams t- that never make it, though. I feel like that's the team that's fucking just right there to surprise Ty, everyone. As a fan of a team who's made the playoffs seven years in a row, the years where we just hovered around the top, but we were never the best team, but we were like the second or third mm. best team, we never made it. But I've been, I've been that team. But this is the year they do. Don't tell me that. It's like the Twins. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm feeling the Braves. And again, this is going to be a deciding thing for our bracket. My biggest logic, 
Can I picture the Atlanta Braves in the 2019 World Series? No. And that's why I'm choosing yes. I can't. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I, I got the Braves. Okay. I don't like it. I want to see the Nationals. Okay. I got the Braves. You know, on paper, the Dodgers should have, like, they're better than both the Braves and the Nationals. They're much easier, much better on paper. But, but it's the Dodgers. I think the Braves are the best team without some bad juju going around them. <laughs> I think the Dodgers got the bad juju. That makes we, the Braves the one seed. It's funny because the Dodgers finished on, like, an eight-game winning streak to end the year. Like, they, we actually started running, like, our normal roster. There's just lineup. too much history on that team, Jay. Within the past two years. Yeah. A lot of mileage. They're ready to break down. So I have the Nationals and the New York Yankees. We have completely different. And you have the Astros and World the Series. Braves. Astros, Braves. That'd be such a boring World Series, I feel like. A lot of navy blue. Yeah. Who do you got winning? The Astros. Astros, yeah. It's the Astros. They're the best team in baseball. Yeah. And as stupid as I am, they're the best team in baseball. They have the best pitching, one of the best offenses. I, I mean, not a bad pick. I just I What's gotta your, go. Them. Who's your MVP in your run total? I have none other than second place American League MVP Alex Bregman. Oh okay, damn, we're already up at forty three minutes. This is a long Ooh. episode. We're going six game World Series. The Braves are going to put up a fight. So six gonna games. Lay, wow. They're going to lay down and die towards the end. All right. Seventy seven home runs hit. Forty runs total. This is what MLB asked. I'm just going off this. Seventy seven. I don't. Did you? Can you pull up that so I can see what I said? So I can just go off what I said? Um, I mean, I can't pull it up. You can. Well, I'm saying you can pull it up, your predictions. I'm assuming. I took pictures because I don't know if you can. Oh, no, I can. Okay. So I got the... Let me guess. Yankees. I got the Yankees. Oh, nailed it. I think it's a shit kicking. I think the Nationals are the team of destiny <laughs> that I've been talking about. And then they just get kicked the shit in by the Yankees. I have the Yankees winning in five games in a gentleman's sweep. Okay, that's fine. Yankees go up 2-1. Nationals win game three at home. First game at home. And the Yankees win the next two. We'll say I would love to see some Yankee home runs between Stanton and Judge in the fucking World Series. Those would be electric. MVP of the World Series. I actually have... Give me a sleeper. bracket submit? I mean, I guess it's kind of a sleeper. I went with Gary Sanchez. That's kind of a sleeper. I just... I don't know. I'd he was the first like guy. fourth on that team. Honestly, he was just the first name that came to my head. So I picked him. I'm, I'm fine with it. And uh, I just think these series, it comes down to big plays. And Gary Sanchez definitely has the potential to make some fucking big-time home runs. Yeah. But so do, like, five other players on the team. So I got the five games. We're just doing the runs scored, right? It's home runs and then runs. We'll just, well, we said we'll at the just beginning, do runs. We, well, we said the games and the runs, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I put because it's not showing up for some reason, but I think I did 50, so I'm just going to say 50 even. What did you say? 77. But I No, had runs. Oh, runs 40. Okay, well, I'll go with 50. No, wait. Yeah, I'll go with 50. 50 in five games. So you got one less game, 10 more runs than me. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm expecting a low score in World Series. I don't think I put 50 now that I think about it, but I'm, I'm already picking 50. That's fine. So, but yeah, completely different. I don't think the Dodgers are going to do well. I don't either. If it makes you feel any better. <laughs> Can we just talk good. about football? It's time to talk about football. It's football. It's been football season for me for the past month. What do you want to start with, Ty? Jason, we got a week four recap here. How much do we want to recap? We're just I didn't hover. watch any games, so I don't really have much to recap, honestly. We're just going to hover through them real quick. Here, how about this? Here's how we'll recap. Since I didn't watch the games, I want you to tell me what happened in each game. All right, we got Eagles-Packers. Not a fucking clue. 
Okay. That was Thursday night game. All right. <laughs> uh, Giants-Redskins. Um, Redskins had their rookie quarterback thrown in the game. Oh, Dwayne Haskins? Yep. Only put up three points. Lost to a uh, new starting Jeez, quarterback. He did terrible. New starting quarterback, Daniel Jones, put up 24. Oh, the hype around him is going to be so much, and he didn't even have a good game. 24-3. Giants. 23-31 with two picks and 225 yards. is not a great game, but... We're moving out to uh, Detroit here, Jason, where my habanero bet scared the shit out of me a little bit. <laughs> Took a nap, woke up, and the Chiefs were losing. <laughs> they had fourth and eight at one point. I think I don't know if you were still asleep on that. I was watching on my like the the live game day on my phone, uh huh. And they had fourth and eight with like last drive of the game, and Mahomes scrambled for fifteen I think yards. I did see that. Yeah, my thing fucked up, and they had like third and sixty-seven at one point. I was very confused. <laughs> you were like, oh, <laughs> I was shit. like, there's no way this is actually happening, right? Patrick Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah, first time in his career, Jason. Some would say he's overrated. Some would say lines are the real deal. Are you go? Are you in on the lines now? I have to be. They didn't win though, but they put up a fight. All right, they put up one hell of a fight. So next, and week, they beat your team. So next week the lines are going to get shit pumped because Tyler's <laughs> they officially in on them. Are. I am betting everything on against the lines. Drop your next bank week. account on it. Put your car note on it. I don't. I don't know if they play. Actually, I think they have a bye week. So, oof. Titans Falcons. One uh, thing I would like to say about Patrick Mahomes. Real let's quick. hear it. I have this really bad gut feeling. I don't want this to happen because I like watching Patrick Mahomes. He's so good and he's so history like setting. Don't don't curse this man with an injury. I I have this bad feeling he's gonna like fuck himself up somehow. Like his arm, he's gonna have like Tommy John surgery, and he's gonna he's gonna be like one of those what ifs. He's gonna have like a four year career and he's gonna be a what if. If that Ooh. happens, we're going back to this. We're saying RG three level what if. Well, he'd be more than an RG three what if. Because he already be like had a, the one proven season. He'd be a Bo Jackson what if. Oof. He'd be the new what if. He'd be you know, Bonos. He, everyone talks about how Patrick Mahomes plays baseball. We all would just remember him as a baseball player, too. It would be unfortunate. I'm just saying. I just have this gut feeling. That's all right. Titans, Falcons, what happened? Titans, Falcons. Falcons are fucking garbage. I'm telling you, man. 24-10. That's all we need to say. Marcus Mario did have a good game. We're, we're just going to get packed. That was a that. perfect game of two teams you never want to bet on because they'll both fuck you over no matter who you bet on. Oh, you fucking stay away from that game. Titans and the Falcons? Yeah. You don't bet on either of those two teams. We know we go to uh, Baltimore here, Jason. Browns Ravens. Browns put up a fight, and they won. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Like they put that. up a fight. They won the fight, forty to twenty-five. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Maybe we got a little too excited about the Ravens. Maybe they played some shitty teams, and everyone was on them. And then they played good competition, and they aren't that good. I feel like I said that last week. Oh fuck. Um, I will say you can ask Riley. I did say this. I told her, I was like, I feel like the Browns could win this game. I didn't think they were, but I was like, I said this last week about the Rams. It was my prediction was just one week too late. The Browns got so overrated that they became underrated. Okay. Going off of that. But I still don't think they're that great of a team. I think they'll be like 8-8. Eight and eight. I have been a big-time Baker Mayfield fan. Yes. <laughs> Parker's barking. We're going to ignore that. I've been a big-time Baker Mayfield fan. It's kind of getting worn out. What do you mean? With the post-game interview where he was like, oh, people counted us out. We won't forget. <laughs> and it's like every fucking time I see an interview with him, it's like, oh, they, they counted us out. They're not fucking they're giving us credit. You play for the fucking Cleveland Browns, and you look like shit to start the season. Yeah. Not only that, it's only four games in. Everyone was like, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. But I feel like he just he just lives on that, oh, I'm an underdog. Everyone counts yeah. us out thing. And it's just it's, it's, it's getting to be a little too much. Okay. I'm still a Baker Mayfield guy, but he's on the edge. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Raiders, Colts. Derek Carr pulled a great game out of his ass, apparently. 
Which he wasn't even that good, but they beat the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the stats. I don't know how the Raiders beat the Colts. Like, no one really had that great of a game. I mean, they had 100, maybe 200 yards rushing. Yeah, I think it was just split up. 40. Kobe Brissett had, yeah, I, I mean, three touchdowns, but besides that, not a lot. Didn't run the ball at all for them. Um, like, the Colts in general didn't run the ball, so I don't know. Had an interception. And yeah, Adam Vinatieri missed another field goal. <laughs> he's retired <laughs> it's getting bad it's like an old horse that's just like limping out back like you gotta put him down you love that horse you, you gotta lo- you love that colt you gotta put that colt down patriots bills the bills looked good jay bills Without might josh be better allen. than i wait what happened to josh allen he got hurt oh he went <laughs> he was actually very terrible in this game <laughs> three interceptions yeah. but so were the fucking Tom Brady threw zero touchdown, one interception. Well, the Bills have a good defense. They have a pretty decent defense. So. And was this a game that, like, everyone fumbled? Probably. I mean, there's only 26 points. This under should have been a lock. I should have bet my bank account on it. The Patriots have a really good defense. The Bills have a good defense. Bills suck at offense. I know there's one game with, like, six fumbles this week. And I want to say it was this one. But it doesn't say on my laptop. We're just going to say it is. We're okay. just going to say everyone fumbled in this game, Jay. Next game was the same score. 16 to 10. Panthers Texans tell me about it Ty I'm scared of the Panthers <laughs> scared of the Panthers with Kyle Allen I need Cam Newton to come back they're a worse team with Cam Newton on the field <laughs> I will stand by that because no one's got the tape on the backup quarterback yeah he's well, unknown this is tape I will say that for the fifth fourth week in a row I scored 100 points in fantasy football and lost mm, um that's unfortunate because Deshaun Watson had a terrible game if Deshaun Watson would have just had a good Deshaun Watson game I would have won don't you have Chubb, too? We'll talk about that later. Okay. I'm just saying. We'll talk about that later. We should talk about that later, Jay. But um, Texans, though. Ten points. What the fuck? Is, what's going on with them? It's because I needed Deshaun Watson to do good for my fantasy team. It's just you. You're just cursing things. I have the most points against in my league, which is something I can't control. Zero like, control it's not like it. I do that. It's just you being unlucky. Every week I look and I'm like, oh, out of the 12 teams, there's like seven of them I would have beaten. But nope, I came up against the one of three guys that would have beat me this week. It's fucking bullshit. You can't win in primetime. I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm so mad. I mean, I, I'm not having a great year. I should probably be like two and two if I'm being honest. But still, it's fucking bullshit. I hate it. I hate fantasy football. I'm done playing it forever. No, Jay, say fuck fantasy football. Root on your chargers because they beat the Dolphins. Yay. I was a little worried at first. Gave the Dolphins their first lead of the season. Yeah. Some would say, time to be concerned. <laughs> We're so injured. I mean, the way I'm looking at it, the only way to go is up. So I'm going to skip one game here. We're going to jump to Seahawks-Cardinals. Okay. Exactly how I expected this game to go. Shit pumping. Russell Wilson doing his thing. Yeah. Which just makes me more confident in the Saints, that the Saints can beat them at home, and then they go and shit pump a bad team. Yeah. But I'm fine with it. Vikings-Bears... Possibly the ugliest game. Any game the Bears are in is ugly. I hate the Bears. The, the Bears are a team I never want to watch. Backup quarterback. I Mitch would, Trubisky, possibly out for a while. Who knows? I would rather watch curling than watch the Bears play football, Tyler. And it sucks because they're always in prime time. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. The it's Bears like are so boring. Football. They're so boring. It's just defense and figure out how to score 10 points and you're going to win the game. They have a shitty quarterback and they played a shitty quarterback in Kirk Cousins. And both of these fans think their team is better than they are. Can't argue. I don't think Viking fans like Kirk Cousins. I don't think anyone thinks they're good. I know a Vikings fan. Does he like Kirk Cousins? I think he does. The man's fucking mentally insane. <laughs> Need to talk to him. Uh, we go Jaguars, Broncos. Broncos are done. 
They're done. 0-4? They're done. Broncos will not make the playoffs. Nick Chubb's out. Their defensive end or whatever. Yeah. Joe Flacco's trash. He's garbage. He's not a good He's quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins. Everyone knew he wasn't a good quarterback. He was much worse than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins will beat the bad teams. Joe Flacco just is a bad team. Garner <laughs> um, the, the, Minshew. Broncos are done. And because I said they're done, they're going to beat us next week. Garner Minshew, 213, two touchdowns. He's looking good. He's not looking elite, but he's looking good. He was my well watch out for that guy guy. Just saying. I was and I don't think enough it. people are watching out for that guy. And guy. Who, who was my well watch out for that guy guy last week? Kyle Allen. Second straight week in a win in a row. Just saying. I'm pretty good at picking well watch out for that guy guy. Got to watch out for that guy guy. <laughs> Cowboys Saints. Some would say the Saints have the most all-around team oh in all of football, Jason. I mean, we get the high-flying Cowboys offense to come into the Dome, and we hold them to 10 points. Two defensive turnovers that I can think of off the top of my head. And we're just managing with Teddy B. We got four games against under 500 teams coming up. Then a bye week. And you know what, Jay? I'm going to say it. Drew Brees getting hurt is the best thing that could happen to the Saints. <laughs> now, you laugh at me, but Teddy B comes in. And taught them how to win without him or what? Two things here. Okay. Taught them how to win without him because Teddy B comes in and wins two games against playoff caliber teams. Okay. We now have a stretch of four games where we should win them. Hopefully we do. It could go very downhill, and I could be kicking myself in the ass right now. Okay. Then we get a bye week. And he'll be back after that. Drew Brees is coming 100%. back. 100% healthy. He could come back before the bye week. I don't want to see it. I think it's the Cardinals. We don't need him to be yeah. the Cardinals. And you know what happened last year, Jay? What? Drew Brees is old. He is old. The old dog got tired at the end of the season. Yeah. So he's going to be healthy and ready to go. He's going to be healthy with some fresh legs under him, and he's going to be elite midseason Drew Brees in the playoffs this year. Okay. And we're going to walk into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it's not even going to be a competition. It's going to be shit pumping game in, game out. Because we can hold the Cowboys to 10 points. We can do anything. The Saints are looking pretty solid. I will give you that. Um, I'm riding high. They don't have a good defense. I'm sorry. Jason, we held the Cowboys at 10 points. Dak Prescott is not that good. I mean, he was looking good to begin the season. I will give you guys credit. You held Zeke. What about what about Russell Wilson? We can talk about that? He had like 500 yards. They're shit. They're fucking garbage nope, time. 500 yards. yards. And I will say, Marshawn Latimer, not having a good season. Seahawks almost lost to the Bengals. I'm still iffy about Seahawks. Marshawn Lattimore, not having a good season. But they were talking about it at the game. They were giving interviews. They said, you know what? He rises to the occasion. He doesn't handle <laughs> shitty receivers. He lets shitty receivers eat him alive. You give him an Amari Cooper, an elite-level wide receiver, he oh. locks them down. Amari Cooper is like... He's not good. I, he's the he's most like, overrated yeah. wide receiver in football. He I'll locks them down. give you guys credit. No, your defense played really good. Does that mean you guys have a great defense? No. Your defense had a good game. We forced Dak Prescott. Home. We forced Dak Prescott to throw into quadruple coverage. Did you see the picture? I think a lot of teams have probably forced Dak Prescott to throw in quadruple coverage. It was very memed, and it was funny, and I was laughing. Dak Prescott is a quarterback where you have to spell everything out for him, and he couldn't hear. He could not hear Jason Garrett, so he had no idea what to do. It's just, you know? Do you have facts to back that up? I mean, the Dome's pretty loud. If anything, I think the the Dome. The the Dome's the new 12th man. (laughs) There's a new 12th man. There's a Dome field advantage. (laughs) Um, But as you said, you know, Drew Brees... Getting hurt is the best thing to happen to the Saints. I think that confirms that Drew Brees is overrated. Drew, joke. The Saints don't need Drew Brees to win games. The Saints are an all-around team. Drew, Drew Brees, Brees is going to help us Drew walk Drew Brees into the Super Bowl. has been the product the of Sean Payton. is going to ride off into the sunset this year. He's going to get his Super Bowl win, and he's just going to ride off with his little limpy thumb. Drew Brees is going to, you know, he's a product of Sean Payton. I mean, Sean Payton's great, so I'll take that compliment. <laughs> Drew Brees is elite. Okay. Final game. Uh, that we just watched. We kinda. just watched. 27-3. I could give two shits. Steelers. They're both bad teams. 
had the week I was expecting to have last week this week. Now, I skipped one game, Jason. Mason Rudolph, pretty good. Pretty good. I skipped one game, Jason. Because okay. holy fucking shit. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lost those points. Yeah. Out of the Buccaneers and Rams, looking like the Chiefs and Rams game last year. Yeah. What the fuck happened to the Buccaneers? Because I don't like it. It scares me. We the, have them next week, and I don't know what to think. Does this lead into your we'll watch out for that guy guy? Or ED player guy? It does. Which one? We'll watch out for that guy. Chris Godwin. The receiver. Had a good game. 12 receptions, 172 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I had that written down. Thank you. You're we'll welcome. watch out for that guy guy of the week. Uh, he's He did good, but let's not forget Jameis Winston is his quarterback. And Jameis Winston made him look great. Jameis Winston just put up 55 fucking points. He did throw a pick six, which is very Jameis Winston. <laughs> We're not going to forget about that. But 55 points on the fucking Rams? Yeah. Yeah. Like The Rams defense could do nothing. Granted, it was 48-40, and the Rams were driving downfield. I think they threw a pick six. Or Jameis they Winston, fumbled or something. But. 385 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He's still Jameis Winston. But when you have Mike Evans out there, who's an elite wide receiver, one of the most underrated wide receivers, I think you brought this up. Yeah. And then Chris Godwin on the other side of him, being 1B? You're fine. I'm scared. Here's why you're fine. Every year, the Buccaneers have an insane game. We know this. We know this to be true. Last year, it happened. Every year, they beat us at least once, though, and I don't like that. I'm just saying, last year, their insane game was against you guys, where they scored however many points, you know, Against you guys in the first week of the season. Let's see. How much was it? It was... Or was it the second week? No, first week. They scored 48 against you the first week. They beat us first week, and then we went like 11 straight or something like that. I'm going to hit you with a little sabermetrics, Ty. Um, let me hear them. Okay, they didn't really have an insane game the year before. We'll just use last year. Actually, I don't know if I have sabermetrics for you. <laughs> the Buccaneers are undefeated after beating... Scoring 48 more points the last two years. They're 1-0. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they have this insane game every year. They're not going to do it against you guys. Jameis Winston still... Don't let this game scare you. We've talked about it so much. No matter how much the the Buccaneers can do whatever, at the end of the day, Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston. Look, he could pretend to be someone all he wants, but... They no. could have got shit-pumped by the Rams, and it could be week 16, week 17 in the NFL season. The Buccaneers could be 0-15, and, and I'd be sweating because they always play <laughs> us tough. You're saying they play us tough. They play you tough, but the reason they're not is because my ED player of the week is Sean Payton or Sean Sean McVay. Don't you put ED guy name there? ED guy of the week, Sean McVay. Mm. The Los Angeles Rams only ran the ball eleven times in this game. Tyler Todd Gurley was nowhere to be found. Eleven times. Granted, they were losing early on. They kind of had to play catch up, but they did not run the ball at all. So you got Gurley who's resting a knee, and this is coming out. He still got two touchdowns, which is actually kind of funny. Um, but this is coming days after the Sean McVay sent in an interview that he needs to do more to get Todd Gurley in a in a mm. you know in a rhythm. Malcolm Brown's supposed to be the next guy. You only care of him the ball five times. Here's my biggest gripe: they draft a running back in the third round when they needed a lot of help in like I think their linebacker core. I don't know. I really covered the draft when it was actually they happening. Let up 55 points against the Buccaneers. They need help everywhere. Apparently. I think their linebacker core. They need some corners because their corners are old and they could leave this year. They had areas to fill. And with a third-round pick, which was like their second pick of the draft, they drafted a running back who was supposed to be like, okay, this is the guy that's helping Todd Gurley's load. You know, this guy's going to be great. He's, you know, he's better than um, Malcolm Brown. We need him because we don't want Gurley to be hurt. Daryl Henderson has not done anything for this team. Like, literally. I don't think he's carried the ball one time this season. He has one carry this season. 
Why are you going to spend a third round pick on someone you're not even going to use? Because let's be honest, you could find someone as good as Daryl Henderson in the third round next year if you need him next year or the year after that if you need him the year after that. Yeah. It's just such a stupid idea. And I'm not even a Rams fan. I'm getting worked up about it. But Sean I'm not a McVay, Rams fan either, and I saved this game to talk about. Sean McVay just – I didn't watch the game, as I said, but just looking at how he distributed, you don't ask Jared Goff to throw the ball no. 68 times. It's as bad as it looks on paper. It was ugly. Jared Goff making bad reads, threw it straight to one of the 500. fucking Buccaneers player for an interception. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's just – I just – and two, I, two things. I got something too, but I'm going to let you go first. Two things is my only thing. It's two things. <laughs> <laughs> is the tape out? On how to beat the Rams. I think they just had a bad game, but yeah. It's just score 55 points. The tape is make Jared Goff beat you, and as long and as Sean McVay thing, makes stupid decisions. Is Jared Goff worth the money they're paying him? No. Because he looked like shit against the Buccaneers. But it's one of those things where it's like, what would you rather do? Pay Jared Goff, who just did go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. or take your chances on a rookie quarterback when your time to win is now? How many it, points do you put up in that Super Bowl, Jay? I'm, well, I'm just saying it. The chances are, I would rather pay golf than try to go back to the draft. You know, especially because like, how are you going to get a high enough pick to get a legitimate quarterback? You know, by trading Jared Goff. I don't know. My thing is, is Sean McVay a little overrated? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm starting the narrative. I'm, I'm a squad on this take. I think he's a good coach, but is he overrated? Heat check. Maybe he's maybe he got a little too hot too fast. I'm just saying, I mean, he came into the league, he did revolutionize Jared Goff, and he is like this offensive mastermind. I'm sure they'll shit pump whoever they play next week, and then I'll look stupid. But, like, he also came into a team, and the front office bought in on Sean McVay, and they added a lot of pieces, and they added a lot of pieces again last year. And if you look at their roster the last two years, it was probably the deepest in the league. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, is he a little overrated? And he comes up against the the coach to be, Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl, does nothing. Doesn't even make adjustments. Does nothing. Doesn't even make any adjustments. Have you heard those Patriot interviews where they're like, we were most surprised that they didn't even adjust? Yep. They just kept doing the same thing. They run like the most basic offense in the league, like the the Madden offense. I I don't know. Now my one defense in his on his behalf, he is Jared Goff as a quarterback. Jared Goff (laughs) is not elite. Yeah, he didn't make Jared Goff look good. So yeah, that's like the biggest. But that's the biggest thing is, are we overrating Sean McVay? I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but are we overrating him because? Because the team put weapons around a mediocre quarterback, and those weapons got open. How much of that is Sean McVay? And it, you know, how much of it is it him coming into a team that has the best running back and the best, arguably the best player in the league, into Aaron Donald? He inherited those things. Oh yeah, and a great wide receiver core: Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Woods, Robert Woods. Yeah, those are three great fucking wide receivers. I don't think they had Cooks the first year, but yeah, they had Watkins instead of Cooks, which is still a good receiver. Yeah. They yeah. still had plenty of pieces to work with, plus an MVP caliber Todd Gurley when had he started. N- N- Dom- <laughs> they had Sue last year. <laughs> but I think plays Dom- for the Dom- Buccaneers Kong. now. Yeah, he big plays game. on the Bucks. Um, it's just they have pieces, man. And I'm would I take Sean McVay as the Chargers head coach? Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but I'm just I'll saying. I'll say it. I would rather have Sean Payton than Sean McVay. And I'm fine with that because I think Sean McVay is a little overrated. I think Sean Payton's more proven. He needs to learn some more before I start crediting him of being the next Bill Belichick, which I'm pretty sure I did in an article a few weeks ago. Probably. That's all right. I think that's it. I don't know. I also skipped past my ED player Oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah, who's your ED player of the week? And you also are going to love it because it was Deshaun Watson. Oh, God. Guy who damn. fucked you over. Fuck Deshaun 160 Watson. yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, lost 16 to 10 to the Panthers. But most importantly, what, Ty? I don't know. 
lost me my fantasy he football game. He lost you game. your fantasy fucking <laughs> football game, Jason. I am now 0-4 in a league. Well, this isn't the same league, but the same uh, Jose got me into it. Where I went 1-12 last year. And I always brag about how good my team is. And I just look. I'm 1-16. in It was like a clown. I, I do. I do. Oh. So, wait, are you done with your players? No, I still have my, uh, well, watch out for that guy guy. I thought you already said him. Let's hear him. Going back to my fantasy team. He's an established oh, okay. guy. It's Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Holy shit. I would like to point out. Haters said that I was stupid for trading Christian McCaffrey for Nick Chubb and Tyler Boyd. Okay. I came up against, Hand up. I came up against the guy who I traded Christian McCaffrey for. Nick Chubb proved that he's a better man for this team, and he outperformed Christian McCaffrey. Hand up. I mean, three touchdowns, 165, 165 yards. He outperformed, He got more points than Christian McCaffrey. Him plus my new receiver I got just way better than what McCaffrey did. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because... ED player of the week to Sean Watson. Drop the ball. I, I, You know how bad I wanted that win? Mostly because so I could just tweet a screenshot and maybe tweet the lyrics of one song. They hating on me way back then, but how about now? Because I'm up right now. That's They're still hating wanted. on you. You're still a fucking loser. I might just go into rebuilding phase. I might hedge with Jose. I might be like, hey, Jose, you want to like rig this and I'll just trade you my good people and we'll split the winnings? But that won't happen. You got that on tape now, so just be aware. Yeah, that won't happen. That kind of happened. I joined a fantasy baseball league like near the end of the season to take over for the next season. I didn't have to pay a buy-in fee. So I was trying to rebuild for the next year, and Jose was like in the title race. So I traded like – I don't remember who I traded, but I traded someone like really good for like young players who weren't doing anything this year that I thought were going to do good what was last year. So this was two years ago when I took over the team. And people put like forum boards like, this is fishy. This guy Jose got this guy in the league, and he's just trading him his best Ooh. player. Huh? Ooh. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I took over a team. The guy wasn't even paying attention. He's in last place. Like, sorry, I traded. You gotta do something. I traded whoever to get like three young pieces for the next year because it was a keeper league. But then the guy I traded, I, it might have been, I don't think it was Altuve. I don't remember who it was. The guy I traded had like an insane salary. And I was like, I don't want that big salary on my payroll. We're a low market team. Some would say you got yourself into a real sticky situation there, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Much yeah, like our friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Well, he's out of a sticky situation now. He just gets people in sticky situations with his, with his spider webs. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be doing that in the MCU. Back in the MCU, they fight, they break up, they kiss, they make up. One wise solo. woman once said. That's beautiful. Do you know that wise woman? Katy Perry. It's beautiful. <laughs> one MCU solo film, one team up film. Oh, they! I didn't see the team up part. Yeah, they get, well, an, another MCU film or whatever. So oh, it's okay. two movies. A big thing that came out of this, uh, Kevin Feige, lost his name there for a second, mm-hmm. said he's the only superhero with the power to swing between universes. Oh, so they probably split a deal where Sony can use him. He's probably going to be going back and forth. I'm okay with that. I mean, we're going to get more Spidey I'm, out of it. I'm okay with that, how they handle it. As long as it's, it's more Spider-Man, yeah. It's still MCU Spider-Man. Here's they the thing. finish up those post-credit scenes. Yeah. Give him a nice little wrap-up to where they can tie it off. Mm-hmm. Send him over to Sony, and then if he needs to come back, swing back over. Actually, I'm, okay with I'm totally in on this. Because I, I just I would changed my opinion 100%. I, I would love to see him in the Venom movie with Tom Hall, um, Tom Hardy. Like I said, I just love Crossa. Like I said, that's why I've latched on the MCU early on, because I like the whole crossover idea. So just the idea of like him in both universes, I like that. And then even him just doing just a little subtle nod at Venom in like in the MCU movies, which I'm sure they they might do. I would love that. I think we're sitting at maybe a five percent chance that Venom comes to the MCU. 
and what I would if, fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, what if Disney and Sony have a working agreement where they bring the Sony characters in the MCU pretty much, or which they, they kind of already do. They make their solo movies because there's going to be Venom 2. Yeah. They but then he's in the team thing. up. But then he swings on into a team up. Sony gets a little bit of that, that Avengers money. Yeah. Because that money is good money. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a little bit of Venom in the MCU. And he swings on back over. Dude, yeah, that's they, they're not giving up the rights. And let's say they get like a 10% cut of the Avengers movie. 5%. That's just free money to let them use your that's property. literally just go ahead. Yeah. Because what are they can't do a team up movie in the I think, Sony? I think What's, there's more money to be made working together than splitting. Well, parts. absolutely, because they can do these MCU movies, then they can do the Vider, the Vider Man, <laughs> the Spider Man <laughs> Venom stuff, and then they could bring Venom back over, and Sony makes more money. Hmm. Having Venom come to like a team up movie is not going to prevent them from doing a Spider Man Venom movie over here. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love to see it. I wouldn't rule it out, Ty. They they obviously have a great working relationship if they can overcome something like this so quickly. Apparently, Disney came back to Sony. Sony was cool with it. Disney needed Spidey back. Sony's so stupid, man. <laughs> I know. I just said they have a great working relationship. Sony but... stood strong, though. Disney yeah. came crawling back to them. They probably got what they wanted, too. They said. Well, Disney got 25% still. Oh. But it's better Wait, than so 50. Disney... Disney originally got 5% of the movie. Okay. Now they're getting really? 25. I know we talked about this before, but that's so low. Yeah, for them nothing. making the movie, though they just helped with the storyline shit. But like Sony made everything, the whole production oh. and everything. Now they're getting twenty five percent of the profit. Oh, interesting. Which I, hey, whatever works. I'm happy because this probably means Spider Man still coming to California Adventures. Now Kevin Feige collaborating with Sony there. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige also signed on to do a Star Wars movie. No, you don't give two shits about that probably. Actually, I'm, I heard about that, but yeah, I don't care. I'm kind of excited. Is it like another Rogue One situation? Not a fucking clue in the world. Do you think, are they going to continue after 9? Like, are they going to go 10, 11, 12? Not a fucking clue in the world. Mm. I don't know enough. I'm excited for 9. We haven't really talked about it on here because you don't, I don't think you care. The only Star Wars I've seen is 7 in Rogue One. I, I saw Star Wars 6 in theaters three times. Only saw Endgame in theaters Six. once. You mean 7? Seven? 7. Okay. Three times. Only saw Endgame once. Why? Because you liked it so much? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember why I went three times. This is a good movie. The Star Wars movies have kind of lost their luster. I feel like some fans are not happy with the direction they're going. Well, okay. From what I, because Riley's uncle's a really diehard Star Wars fan. It's like the diehard fans didn't like eight, but like yes. the critics really liked it, and Riley's uncle hated it because it, they made Luke Skywalker look like a bitch, pretty much. I mean, it was very off character. It feels like, but someone say it was on character. But because he evolved. I could see that, though. If they made Anchorman 3 and Ron Burgundy just was made to look, like, not classy, even though it could be a better fundamental movie, I'd be like, fuck this movie. So, my situation here is I know, I've seen the original 4, 5, 6. I watched 1, 2, 3, but I'm not... I don't love 4, 5, 6. So, I was okay with what they did with Luke and all that new shit. Well, it made Because, like... What I know about it, it makes sense, but... It was a good story. It. it was a good story. I'm excited for 9. 9 looks like it's going to be fucking electric. I actually know a decent amount about the Star Wars... If you want to talk about it, I played all the Lego Star Wars games, so Did I you, kind of know the general storyline. I mean, that's all you need. It honestly is. It kind of covers everything. <laughs> um, going off of that, Jason, not really going off of that, but we're going off of that. October is fucking jam-packed with movies. Yeah, it is. I mean, head to toe, I could go Well, you said that, but I think I'm probably only going to see one or two. But we can still go through them anyways. Box office is going to be lit up. Whether you go or not, people are going to be seeing these movies. Number one on the list, Jason. The one I'm 100% going to see. Joker. Mm-hmm. Coming Is out this the week. Joker? Joker. 
Oh, that was the Joker. I'm sorry. Mm, nope, just Joker. Sorry. Looks great. I'm excited. It does look good. We've talked about it. Did you hear there's a little bit of controversy about it? Yeah, it's fucking stupid, but continue. Just people thinking, you know, because it kind of reminds them of the old shooting that happened in Aurora, Colorado. Which is stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's not funny. I'm, I'm just laughing at how I said Colorado. You sounded drunk. <laughs> real quick, talking about drunk, I had a real quick freak out on the plane today. What happened? Because I ordered sparkling water. <laughs> okay. But the sparkling... <laughs> It was a different like brand or whatever, and it was on, on the same page as like the alcoholic beverages. So I was like, "Did I just order alcohol?" <laughs> I was so scared. It's <laughs> like, "Am I gonna get drunk?" Rightly, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, brought you out a little white claw. Claws up. What is white claw? It's a it's alcoholic like cider, hard. like sparkling water. Oh, it's, it's seltzer water. What oh. the fuck, soda water? I don't know what the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit you drink. Yeah, shit you just ordered. A little vodka in it. Thanks, no, vodka. No thanks. Know. What's your second movie, Ty? Second movie, Jay. We're going to go Knives Out. Murder Mystery with none other than Chris Evans um, and then James Bond himself, Daniel something, I believe. Craig. Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this movie until you briefed me on it like watch, two hours ago. I would watch the trailer if I were you because it looks great. Okay. Uh, a couple other people. It looks like a nice little comedy, nice little murder mystery uh, sitting at 99% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Wow. When is that release? Sometime in October. Okay. <laughs> Coming up third, another movie you don't give a shit about. Very I excited. I actually might go see it. Yeah? I watched the trailer a few months ago or a few weeks ago, and I was like, that looks like a good trailer, but then I don't really remember it. Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Two great actors. Ford versus Ferrari. I fucking love me some Ford versus Ferrari. I mean, I've been to the Carroll Shelby Museum, so I think I know a Just lot. went to the Carroll Shelby Museum. <laughs> and just sat on a bench the whole you time. You sat on the bench. I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> it looks great. And I'm excited. Two great actors. I love Matt Damon. And Christian Bale is fucking awesome. He's a method actor, you know. Apparently that's not method acting. Found that out. What isn't? Like diving in and shit like that. I thought that's what method acting is. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But apparently there's an... I don't remember what... I heard an interview. They're like, that's not method acting. Like, that's that's the type of acting. Method acting isn't that hard. Whatever. Vince D'Onofrio. That was the guy. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's Kingpin. Oh, on the Daredevil. Okay, what does that have to do with? He's the guy who said, "Oh, that's not." Oh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't I remember confused. his expi- explanation, but it sounds like someone who's jealous because they can't method act. I mean, he's pretty fucking good in Daredevil's Kingpin. <laughs> What's your next movie, Ty? Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi film, Scarlett Johansson, Taika Waititi as a schlubby Hitler. Wow. It yeah, looks... I haven't didn't know anything about this movie, but I love Taika Wakakiki. It looks fucking great. Okay. It's like a German boy who has imaginary friend Hitler, but he's like Taika Waititi plays Hitler. So it's not like a real Hitler. It's like a, hey, look how stupid Hitler is, Hitler. I see the picture. It's Taika Waititi. Is this going to be controversial? I mean, he's very, I think in the interview of him, like, oh, like, how'd you do to prepare, like, to play Hitler? He said, I didn't do any preparation because fuck that guy. (laughs) And I love it. He's not giving him any credit. He's just playing a shitty Hitler. Yeah. Is this going to get credit? Oh, he also directed it. Yeah, he's written, directed, and did the screenplay. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get credit for glorifying Hitler, maybe. Not glorifying, making him look like a fool. Oh, okay. Yes, but you know they'll probably still say they're glorifying him. And ScarJo in it. ScarJo. (laughs) It looks good. I'm excited. Gemini Man. ScarJo. You didn't even remember her name before the podcast, and now you're calling her ScarJo like you guys are best friends. Okay. (laughs) Gemini Man. Will Smith versus Will Smith. 
I can never get enough Will Smiths. I love Will Smith. There's 0% chance I see this in the theaters. I think I might drag Riley to see this. This is going to be a Netflix watch for me. She's a low-key uh, Will Smith hater. Jump to the next one. El Camino. Breaking Bad movie. You had no idea about. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Then why is it on our list? Just throwing it in there because I know there's a lot of Breaking Bad people, Jay, and we, we cater to the listeners. Oh, okay. And I know Fair. some people are real excited about that, and they'll be like, well, they didn't even talk about it. So here's me talking oh, about it. Oh, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, I believe, yeah. A no, Netflix oh, event. I think there's another movie coming out. What's that, Ty? Oh, wow, I spelled that wrong. Next up is a Maleficent 2. Big Disney movie that Riley's not going to be able to drag me to because we didn't see the first one. So I'm not going to see this one. Stay strong. I, I, Don't I am. I'm not going. Next up after that, Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Mm, I don't know if I'll see this in theaters. Maybe I'm, on a discount Tuesday. This is a borderline movie for me. Because R- I love the what? first one. Borderline why seat it, in theaters. Borderline what? Why seat is, in theaters. Why is it borderline? Just borderline. I would think it'd be more. Because there's a lot of fucking movies on here that I want to see. Okay. And I think it just falls out of the list. If this came out this month, 100% I would have saw it. Okay. This previous We month. saw Zombieline together. That's a great movie. Way I love Zombieland. Way back in like 2008. It was on a couple weeks ago and I turned it on. I was like, wow, this is a great movie. Fun fact, haven't seen it since we saw it that one day in That's the unfortunate. You need to rewatch it. I don't remember like much about it. It looks great. Love the cast. Excited to see. Is it all the same people? Number two. Yeah. Okay. Same four. And then some other people. Uh, After that, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Have you ever seen the original Mm. Jane Silent Bob? (laughs) No. That's unfortunate, Jay, because it's a great movie. Or Will Ferrell in it? Yes. Partly. He's like the bad guy. Okay. Plays a cop. Is he going to be in this one? Not a clue. Probably. There's a lot of big name people in this. Okay. Kevin Smith, um, written, directed, and starring as Silent Bob. Who's Kevin Smith? Big time comic book guy. Is that the guy who script Stan Lee was reading in what's it called? Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I know who that is now. It's going to be a good movie. I'm excited for it. Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon's supposed to be in it. I think Harley, Ben Affleck's going to be in it. Harley Quinn Smith? Harley Quinn? What a stupid name. <laughs> Val Kilmer? I've heard of him before. He's, uh, he was one of the Batmans. Really? Yeah. Doesn't look. Justin Long. I love him. Justin Long in it. He's from uh, Dodgeball. Yep. Only movie I know him from. Just watched that like night one night ago. I watched last know, night. I watched it like two, three weeks ago. It's As we said, great movie. movie. Uh coming up after that movie, Jason, Wrinkles the Clown. This is a Netflix movie, I believe. I don't str- know. It's a streaming service movie. I know that. It's like a real life it and it looks terrifying. It's about a clown who parents or people hire to the idea was to scare misbehaving children, but I think it's like you can also hire him to scare your friends. But it's a documentary about this real guy who goes in a terrifying clown out costume and like scares the shit out of people. Yes. Um, Tyler, I just want to let you know if you ever hire someone like Wrinkles the Clown to scare me, that's the basis of a, for a friend breakup. Just letting you know. I think I'm going to have to watch this and see what happens. It's, it's a basis for a breakup. See so if the man earns some money. I'll let you decide what's more meaningful <laughs> to you. After that, I don't know if this movie comes out this month. I can't confirm it because it's doing like a release in theaters and then a Netflix release. Okay. The Irishman with Robert De Niro. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. It is three and a half hours long. Jesus. I'm not seeing that. I don't think there's a chance I see is it either. The, Open at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is this the Netflix movie they're releasing in theaters just so it can be like Oscar eligible? Yes. Oh, okay. And it's supposed to be amazing. It's Robert De Niro stars in it and it goes like oh. through his life and it's de-aged throughout the You can't the movie. include it. What When's it come news? out? Did you just punch the mic? I tapped it. Comes out November first in theaters. November twenty seventh on Netflix. 
Okay. Not That's what October I said. Movie. I don't know when it comes out. Not in October. So we'll, just, we'll just skip it. We'll just talk about it in like three weeks. To finish up, Jason. There's Batman talk going around. Okay. I heard it. Jonah Hill was cast in the new Batman, right? Possibly. Oh, I thought it was confirmed. confirmed. There's talks. I believe it's almost confirmed. Who's going to play? Penguin? Or the Riddler. I just can't see Jonah Hill being a so, villain unless it's like a comedy villain. Like I, I think know. the Riddler is a good choice for him because you get skinny Jonah Hill to play a Riddler. Yeah. And I think his comedy will be really good for a fucking villain that's all about jokes and shit and riddles. Yeah. I think it would be great. They could do like a new kind of spin on the Riddler. Easily. Like a like a more grounded X-rated, reality. Or like an X-rated Riddler. Oh. Like where Riddler his, like his jokes are all like his, dirty. His penis is in a question mark? Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't mind it. They got to do something with that franchise, so might as well just go one way. Yeah, I'm. I would love to see it. I think it'd be great. I, I, I think I'd prefer the penguin. Is Jonah Hill skinny or fat? I don't know. I, I think like there, there should be a website like Jonah Hill Weight Watch, <laughs> and it just tells you at any point in time if Jonah Hill is fat or skinny because I feel like he just very. That's what I'm saying. If we're getting fat, jo- if we're getting fat Jonah Hill, the penguin, which I think they wanted him to play the penguin, but he's like, hey, I could be small, like skinny Jonah Hill. And play the Riddler. Is Jonah Hill fat or skinny? Jonah Hill gets real about his fluctuating weight. It's fluctuating. So even he doesn't know. (laughs) Overweight Jonah Hill versus thin Jonah Hill. Who do you like more? (laughs) We'll see that. We'll see what happens there. Because that movie's not coming out for like three years, right? Yeah, it's fucking forever. So who knows? Podcast might might not even be going at that point. Damn. Or it might be the most popular podcast in America. Number one on uh, iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um anything else ty i got nothing else that this is a jam-packed month for movies i do have one thing um you know i just got back from seattle literally landed today and drove here didn't haven't even gotten home yet came straight here mm. to record with you commitment and in the two hours i've been here in like the hour and a half we've been recording this podcast i've been wanting one thing What's up? you didn't even notice my nice new jacket is it new i just got it yesterday looks good victoria noticed it she's raising her hand I got it on sale at the Nordstrom Rack, you know, $30 off, normally $120, got it for $90. i have always wanted a puffy jacket. It's Nike. Got a, it's got a nice, smooth little, let me let me talk all sensual to you real quick. It's got a nice, smooth, white interior. It's got a nice and navy blue arms and white torso and green bottoms. Matches my Mariner's hat perfectly, and it's just so puffy and so What warm. else is the guy going to match, though? Well, white. I can wear white shirt. Is there some random green? And like jeans. The green's just here, man. I can wear my Mariner's hat with this. The green's just here for a good time, Ty. All right. I'm fine I can wear it. a white I'm, shirt, my Mariner's hat. I was hat. just asking. I'm here for a I'm good throwing time. throwing questions out there. I really love this jacket. It's a great jacket. I was stunting in Seattle with it yesterday, just walking with a little more swagger to my step. And I, I, I kept it on in this hot apartment, and I'm honestly sweating because I was waiting for you to notice it. I noticed it, Jay. I didn't want to say anything. It made me insecure. <laughs> You're wearing a tank top. That's how hot it is. It's not even that hot. I think it's just the puffy jacket. I just can't handle the cold. So, yeah. Nordstrom Rack in Seattle, if you want it. They had a lot more. They didn't. This was actually the last one in this color. Everyone get the first flight out there. Go buy the black version. They had a lot of the black version. This is the last one in this colorway, so sorry, guys. You can't be stunting <laughs> like me. You got anything else, Jay? No, that's it. This is a fun pod. It was. Be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.